And away we go. Welcome you to Port Salt. This is your host, Alan. And Brother Cobb has returned. They they don't call me trying to source sex for nothing. Ted Kennedy. It is time to uh, spend some time in sports. Was you had like a sound effect? Specifically uh, in the college realm, I want to talk about NIL, uh, Texas and Oklahoma. Uh, there's a lot going on in just NCAA period. You got high school students that are foregoing their senior season. Yeah, there's a lot going on here. <clears throat> so, how to start? Let's nil. What? What is that? What, what is? What, what is this? Name, image, and likeness. If you didn't know what the nil was, anyway. And so, what that means is like just a perfect case example is uh, Bryce Young, quarterback for Alabama, already has seven. Figure endorsements for his NIL. Yeah. See, like if he was watching a Bama game, you see Bryce Young come up at the commercial break. Mm-hmm. He's walking all cool Selling. in the tunnel. Then it goes down to his feet. They're Nike cleats. That's right. Nike. Endorsed Just by Nike. Yeah. Bryce Young. That's right. That's right. Yeah, he could do it with Under Armour. He just can't wear it. Well, wear we, it, I, I mean, we were. I think they Alabama's all Nike. Yeah, now, Auburn's all under Auburn. it's strict as, like, NASCAR. You ever heard, like, Dale Jr. couldn't drink nothing but Budweiser if he was drinking a beer in public? <laughs> oh, yeah. I was about to say, in the privacy of my own home, I'll drink I what I want to drink. I think Bryce Young can walk around campus wearing, like... Jordans? A Puma tracksuit. Yeah. Jordan's Nike, though, pretty much. Yeah, you got a point. Yeah. That, probably not. I don't not. know, though, man. Probably Jordan not. is, like... Got their own uniforms. Florida's is in the conference. When Oklahoma gets there, there's another Jordan. It's weird seeing a jump man on the front of a football jersey. It really is. And so, like, just just with NILs, so there's two prime examples. There's a running back who decided, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna play Something my senior year. Tell then, me the guy from Texas mm-hmm. committed to Texas. That sounds right. Yeah. And, the mullet. The, yeah. Quinn Ewers. Uh, yeah, and he's Ohio State, and he's not playing his senior year uh, for NIL. So you already see the impact of what this is going to look like for the future of sports. I mean, what do you think about that? I mean, we were listening to uh, McElroy and, um, oh, my, Blanken. Oh, Cole Kublik. Yeah. Uh, Greg McElroy and Cole Kublik, and uh, they were talking about NILs. They spent most of last week talking about it. Yeah. Uh, 
that was Thursday. Mm-hmm. See, I had those days off last week. So when I'm like not work, I drive, man. It's been it feels like seventy percent of my life behind a steering wheel. So I've listened to a lot of podcasts, all kinds of podcasts. Mm-hmm. So I got behind those days off. I'm still still catching up. To, yeah, but it was interesting, like hearing the takes and like when it comes to NILs. Uh, obviously, I didn't play. Uh, I played a little baseball, but. You know, I didn't. I didn't necessarily have a whole lot of uh, school spirit. Yeah. And so, uh, I mean, I was kind of punk rock, I guess, in that regard. I didn't give a. I mean, I didn't care about prom. I didn't care about anything that I mean, was. I mean, imagine if you're Quinn Ewers, though. That's like a big time mm, yeah. Texas school. That's like a school that gets on TV. That's right. For like big games, play like Hoover or something for mm-hmm. a big game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so like. For me to speak on this is like it's not really coming from a place of uh, something that I actually dealt with, but it's something that I get is senior year, man, you probably grew up playing ball with these guys. Like since you were like peewee, like nine, ten years old, right? Yeah. And then you're going to not play and like, okay, yeah, you got a million dollars or however much money waiting on you when you get to Ohio State. This is Texas, too. Texas, not yeah. Lots. Te- yeah, it's Texas. I mean, like, what is one thing that Texas takes incredibly seriously? Yeah, high school football. That's it. I mean, you got movies made about it. Friday Night Lights, right? You got a series, the great Friday Night Lights series, dude. I love it. Mm. I've seen it like three times. Shout out to Erica Wernerstrom and the Heartless Bastards. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember. That's one of the first thing you... Friday Night Lights series. Like, <laughs> oh, all right. Like, you know he was in it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I mean, I think there's a lot of issues with this, and I would like to uh, – I've talked a little bit about it uh, with Andrew because he, he played football all throughout his high school career and baseball. Played basketball, too, I think, his senior year. Just to kind of uh, fill, fill out the room a little bit for what he thought, but, like, uh, I have issue with that. Yeah, I think it's a slippery slope being that uh... – that young man, that's immature. That young. I don't know if I could handle a million dollars like that. Yeah, and then you know, G Mac he made the uh, comment. He was like, you know, you get that money at seventeen, eighteen years old. If you let put that money away and didn't touch it, compound interest. By the time retiring age, you'd have fifteen and a half million dollars. Name one seventeen, eighteen year old that is not going to touch that money. Yeah, name one that know you can do that. Somebody had to tell them. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if your parents told you that, it's like, <laughs> nah. My parents are probably strong on me. I'm like, yeah, we taking over this. Yeah, this we set it back yeah, for you. Yeah, you um, it's going to a place that you can't touch, okay? Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I think it's a slippery slope. I don't know what it means for other sports, and I, I believe that it's going to be your quarterback positions predominantly. Yeah. Maybe some running backs or wide receivers. I told you about that American top team guy, Dan Lambert, I think is his name. I'll tell the story. He's a Miami fan, I reckon, because he's like, I guess if you come to Miami, he's going to sponsor you, and you're going to get like $500 a month. See? So this, man, you used to get on probation for this. Right. Yeah, it used to be a big deal, and so like people with money and influence like that yeah. is going to be able to sway people to come play ball at their school. Yeah. And especially at Bama, you dude ain't even started the games, almost getting 
At least he's taking like snaps though, right? Yeah. In the yeah. uniform. I mean, like, well, I was gonna go to Michigan, but this guy ain't even started the games. Almost seven figures. Yeah. And so I'm already not a fan of the transfer portal, but I'm um see you later, Paul. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he'll transfer. I don't I don't either. I got skills too. We're talking about Paul Tyson, That's grandson right. of Paul Bear Bryant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he's I don't not. Know how many stars he had? Probably like four. Yeah, I think he was a four-star recruit. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, Bryce Young will be a freshman, I guess. Yeah. So weird with that asterisk of like you don't have to use the year in the Corona year. Yeah. Just a freebie. They call him Bo Nix a junior, but I was like, I thought he could just be a sophomore still. I don't know how that works, dude. What are you thinking about? Um, I thought it was a huge mistake for um, Auburn to get rid of Gene. Gene Chizik? No, not Gene. I'm sorry. The one after. Um, I'm blanking. Malzani. Malzani. Right. We was, okay. That's probably well, one I of the... I used to think that, too. I was a big defender of Malzahn. Name me a game besides the Iron Bowl where he upset a Nick Saban that he won that he wasn't ever supposed to win outside the Iron Bowl. Okay, you got a point. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you got a point. Uh, roster management's garbage. There's like a certain algorithm of recruiting positions. Can you hear me or something? Mm-hmm. I'm just turning you know, up a like, little bit. He's got it. We're like, it seems like every damn offensive lineman's a junior or senior now. Oh yeah. Okay. It's just like you got to have certain little steps or yeah. I, don't know how to say it, but like, no, I know what I say. Like, no, yeah, I know. Like, what, yeah, I know what you mean. Like everything has to be like you can't just have one big wave, one big yeah. class. Everything needs to be staggered. Yeah. Like. You need your you know, sophomores, like, not necessarily freshmen on the field, but you got a four-star. What did they say? Alabama, we don't replace, we reload. That's it, yeah. Malzahn over here shooting blanks. <laughs> so, I mean, what are you – obviously, you haven't seen the new coach uh, coach or, like, seen what he's going to do. He looks tough. I like the fact that he, like, works out with a team. And this past week, they did this thing called decks, where they just run the upper decks. He did that. And them players, them players talked about, I, I, I hate looking at the decks. Then finally when it's over with, I won't buy Jordan Hare now and have a sigh of relief. <laughs> Just running up and down the decks, man. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty cool head coach to do that. Yeah, I mean, like, what? So he might be the same type of coach as Bruce Pearl? Yeah. Oh. Think Bruce Pearl's gonna run no decks or anything? I well, mean, no, but he's like, run the bleachers. He, but, but that dude is just silly with team spirit. Yeah, I mean, I know what you're saying. Like, he's a team guy. Yeah, they like him. Yeah, I mean, they love Malzahn, but he didn't ever do that stuff. Yeah. So I mean, but he's like 44 too. I mean, Nick, I don't see Nick Saban running. He's like 70 or whatever. Right. I mean, he's a great in shape 70, but like, yeah, man, you don't need to be doing that, dude. Yes, uh, time is gone. Time's passed for that. Yeah, so I don't know with with NIL just and just to kind of move it on a little bit is um, I mean we got the book here but I don't think we need it is uh, what Texas Oklahoma they're going to be 
uh, welcomed into the SEC by 2025. That's when their contract runs out for the Big 12. They're talking about – Go ahead and scheduling maybe. Uh, most people predict the next after this year, 2022, because uh, them other remaining eight teams in the Big 12 <laughs> yeah, it's funny the are Big like 12. trying to jump ship, dude. So if the Big 12 implodes, that contract implodes. <laughs> so they won't have to pay – I think it's right now if they – don't fill their contract out to 2025. Each team will have to pay $79 million. But if it, like, folds up and kills itself, everybody jumps ship to other conferences, and there's no more Big 12, they don't have to pay that. Mm-hmm. So they think something like that will happen before that. So, I mean, I'm wondering, like, with these other schools, I mean, you got Oklahoma State, um yeah, Oklahoma State's pissed. I bet. A&M's pissed. Why is A&M pissed? But now pissed? I don't think they're as pissed as they was. A&M, you know, it was media day, SEC media days last week, and they got like, that shit just popped out of nowhere at SEC media day and just bounced everywhere from every talking head. You had a radio row, you know. Yeah. The hallway of just radio people, whatever. It spread, man. And I guess... uh Jimbo and their athletic director got it, and right, right when Jimbo was about to come up, <laughs> be careful what you wish for. But I heard, remember Tom Herman, mm-hmm. last year's Texas coach before he got fired. Mm-hmm. He said they couldn't compete with compete with A and M anymore in uh, recruiting because you know the recruits get that ladder. They're like, come to our school. I don't know what you call it for the offer. The offer. Mm-hmm. They said the dang SEC logo be bigger than the A&M logo. <laughs> so that's where, like, SEC started getting these other conferences because that's, like, the fastest route to the NFL is the SEC right now. Absolutely. So that's, like, Clemson. Clemson's up there, man. Ohio State. Yeah. I mean, like, outside this conference. Yeah. Clemson, Ohio State. It doesn't, like, and so Texas, and this is another thing, just – specifically between Texas and the Big 12, is Texas had their own network, right? Yeah. Yeah, they had the Longhorn Network. They ain't, they probably ain't going to have that in the SEC, dude. No, I don't think SEC will let that fly. <laughs> no. But that's the thing. That's that's one thing I never really understood about. Te- you know, Texas is my fa- second favorite school. Yeah. And, I mean, you talk about money. Yeah, of course, you think Alabama, but like Texas. Oh, I heard Texas is the biggest money-making <laughs> That's college right. machine there is. There's a lot of money in Austin. Yeah. I've been talking pretty bad about them on the radio this week. All those people, I guess from A&M fans or something, or around Big 12, they like, Texas is so powerful from three years in SC that they took over. I'm like, somebody's called in and said, Texas couldn't even take over the Big 12, much less the SEC. <laughs> yeah, I saw a funny meme. It had a, a picture of uh, Batista. Yeah. And it said Texas in the Big 12. And then, you know, uh, the Tiger King's lover. That oh, yeah. The dude like, accidentally shot himself or did shoot himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And then it had a picture of him as, like, Texas in the SEC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was pretty funny. <laughs> But uh, 
I don't know, uh, my old coworker, he's a huge Texas fan. I've been meaning to call him. So, uh, Thomas. Is he from Texas or he just somebody as a little kid? No, like, no. He, 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 grew, he, he grew up uh, yeah. in Texas. He moved to Mississippi, I think, his junior year. And he moved to uh, uh, Aberdeen. And, you know, he was a Texas quarterback. So he came to Texas quarterback. So he, when he came to Mississippi, of course he got that starting job. Yeah, right. And so, uh, like, he's huge Longhorn fan. Like, uh, I miss working with the guy because it was always a good conversation with him. You know. Yeah. Because it was like, yeah, hell yeah, great perspective. You know. Yeah, you can't really tell him nothing. I'd be no. He's, he was in it. Sir, only played ninth grade year. Yeah. <laughs> right. So I've been meaning to give Thomas a call to see what he thinks. Um. I don't know. I mean, I think it's good for Texas and Oklahoma. Uh, and I'm curious, like, scheduling and with SEC adding two more schools, is like, is it time to redefine the West and the East, or or do you even call it the West and the East anymore? Dude, I've heard everything from, like, NFL-type model this whole mm-hmm. past week. Talking about, like, two super conferences, maybe three super conferences – He's talking about getting USC and SEC. Oh, hell They're no. He's talking about you. No, I, geography does not matter. They was talking about it could be 64 teams, two different, like, conferences. To me, like, geography matters. And, like, just take the NBA. is you know, the New Orleans Pelicans. You know, the NBA is divided west yeah. and east. The Pelicans are in the west. That makes sense. And so is the Grizzlies. Of course. And so I was, you know, whatever. I mean, <laughs> is Toronto in the West? No, Toronto's in the East. Or just asking because you know, Canadian. It's like right above New York. Yeah. And I, I mean, I guess in the end, like maybe it would be better to be like the MLB approach, where it's just you know, or or like the NFL, it's just AFC, NFC. Like maybe geography doesn't matter so much. But for the sake of scheduling in college. Yeah, I think geography matters because, like, when you go to make your schedule, like, as you expand more teams into your conference, is that going to mean you just play more conference games? Do you have to? Do you get a bigger schedule now? Do you play more games? Uh, the radio people are talking about this ain't over. This ain't the <clears throat> last teams of the SEC. Oh no, it's just the beginning. I don't want it to. I just want it to be like three or four sixteen team conferences. I, I would dig that. <laughs> then, like, sorry, little schools. Yeah. Go back to Division Two. <laughs> I mean, they make it pop up there. Get that 12, 12. Hey, talking about 12 team playoff may not happen now with this. Hmm. I didn't. Greg Sinky just took over, dude. SEC commissioner. He just went ham on all these other rest of college football by doing this. Now, like, even just like with SEC Network, SEC Network hadn't like. Longhorn Network or even uh, Big 12 Network, it's been in existence longer, right? It's just not as successful. And maybe because we don't live in that area, we just didn't know. Yeah. Aren't they Aren't they older? Uh, I don't even know if there is a Big 12 Network. I imagine if there's a Longhorn Network, there's a Big 12 Network. I know there's a Pac-12. Yeah. <coughs> but, but, yeah, I remember, like, right when... Right when the SEC network came up and, like, uh, you know, after Dr. Pepper uh, man designed the playoffs, uh, 
it seemed like, man, the SEC just started really exploding. Like, as far as, like, being a money train. Yeah. Nick Saban, man. Made yeah. everybody step the game up. Mm-hmm. Still trying to step up. There goes another um, assistant coach in the bucket of a possibility of beating him. Mm-hmm. That's right. More likely, you know, more opportunities. Steve Sarkeesian, Texas. Yeah. Of uh, how much more time do you think LSU will give Orgeron? Because I think I don't know. It depends on who Orgeron gets around his coaching around him and his coaching staff. He yeah. depends a lot on his coaches, and he went went out and got uh, you know, remember Joe Brady? He went on to be Carolina Panthers offensive coordinator. And I guess Orgeron called Joe Brady, and he's like, "You got uh, we want to go back to your style offense." Mm-hmm. So he, I guess, got Joe Brady's quarterback coach. I don't know, man. There's somebody like him though up under Joe Brady's tree. That's no, that knows yeah. the system. Yeah. So, and they found they got two good options of quarterbacks. They end up Miles Brennan got hurt, which was doing decent. Uh huh. Then this Max Johnson guy stepped up, Brad Johnson's son. Remember Brad Johnson, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Super Bowl winning before this past year, Tom Brady? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got his son. Ain't named a starter yet, but it could, they're both pretty decent. That third guy, TJ Finley, transferred to Auburn. He didn't do too good. But he, you can't really count his little – he got from true freshman to no spring practice – to Corona football. Yeah. Yeah. I was right in the frying pan, dude. Yeah. It's a big cat, man. He's like Cam Newton size. Oh, wow. Those, those he ain't guys. got no legs, though. Uh, He's pocket guy. So it would be like, uh, well, I don't know. That thing. You remember that old quarterback from Kentucky who was just like a lineman? Yeah, Jared Not Lorenzo. That big, right? So we're, we're saying like built just like Cam? Yeah. Okay. R.I.P. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he's dead. Literally? Yeah. Looks See? good, wouldn't he? Hefty lefty. Yeah, he died. I didn't know that. I know of the year, you know, he was started of Alabama had Kentucky on the schedule. And I remember seeing that guy live and I was like twenty two. That was his number too. Yeah. I was <laughs> nothing about this makes any sense. And he was <laughs> Fairly a very impressive athlete. Yeah. To be playing in the quarterback slot. Yeah, he went on to like arena football or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you got drafted to the NFL, but you never. If he got drafted, that would have been awesome if he started. Yeah. It was successful. Been like a Big Ben. He's a pretty fat guy, though. Yeah, he's way bigger I mean, than Ben. Yeah. He's more <laughs> wider. Yeah. But anyway, just kind of back on track, like just as far as projections of the season, I mean. I mean, we were looking at the book right before we got started, and they, you know, typical. It'll be Alabama Clemson this season. I don't know. Obviously. You think so? You getting the. You think, <sighs> I mean, oh, Lawrence is gone. They're depending on DJ Ukulele now. That's what I call him. I think Alabama I definitely. Uh, Dude, I think probably, it be, probably Ohio State. I'm thinking Oklahoma. Hmm. They finally get found them a defensive coordinator. And their defense have stepped up. They got like 
probably the best proven quarterback right now in Spencer Rattler. I remember uh, years ago now I went to the uh, Sugar Bowl and Alabama was playing Oklahoma. Now, obviously, like you know, most people say that when Alabama gets to a bowl game, if it's not the national championship game or now if they're not in the playoffs, they don't give a damn. Yeah. And, um, boy, Oklahoma waxed that ass. And I was – we rode the bus from Mobile to New Orleans. And I remember – ride home. Yeah, I remember riding home on that bus with just a busload of pissed-off, drunk Alabama fans. And I was like, this is literal hell. <laughs> Couldn't sleep because they wouldn't shut the hell up. You know, every excuse in the book. What was they playing coach? I would have done this. Oh, yeah, just armchair quarterbacking. Yeah. Yeah. Aggravating. So I mean, Oklahoma. <laughs> I say to the Oklahoma, SEC but like, like that's kind of scary to me. Way scarier Oklahoma than Oklahoma. Probably going to set a record with holds this year too. We're doing it to the Big Twelve. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Did you see that rule for Texas? Mm-mm. You know, opposing teams do the horns down yeah. with their hand. You do that, and you to it the opposing to Texas. It's like a 15 yard penalty. You can do it to the crowd. But if you do it to a player, yeah, 15 yards, I bet that shit don't come to the SEC. Mm-mm. We got cowbells. Only at State, though, because I know, like, uh, just saying, if, that, if, if State fans try to bring a cowbell to Bryant Denny, they, that shit gets thrown in the yeah, trash. I'm just saying, if they let that cowbell slide yeah. for artificial noisemakers, they ain't going to do hand gestures. Mm-mm. This is a birdie. <laughs> right. I don't know, like, you know, like, the, the, the hook'em horn, that's very iconic. I can't think of an SEC school that has, like, something, any kind of head hand gesture like that, you no, know? one I think of TCU with a, well, Texas Tech does guns up. Yeah. <coughs> TCU is, like, that or something. Yeah, toad. Yeah, horn frog. Our, uh, you know, I graduated at University of Mobile, and our, we, we were the Rams. We were pretty good at soccer and baseball. And so yeah. it was, uh, you ain't got no hoodie? For, yeah, in my closet. That's what I'm talking. Yeah, I got some I got some memorabilia from University of Mobile. You rep your alma mater, man. Ram it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good slogan. Uh, that's, I think it changed like three times while I was there. but <laughs> Ram it. Ramrod. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm excited, man. We're we're less than a month out for college football and thirty something days. Yeah. Of uh, what the hell is going to happen in Mississippi? Uh, and Shit, that's a, and that's another thing. Days. This is month. Yeah. Some game. And that's another thing that Ole Miss is kind of scary. Yeah. Ole Miss, like if they played Alabama the best last season. No defense. Dude, you want to know a crazy stat about that game? If Ole Miss didn't put their defense out, they was only 10 yards less. I mean, I'm trying to put this. How do I say it? Ole Miss pretty much, their defense stopped Bama for 10 yards. That's the difference of them not playing a defense. And playing their defense is 10 yards. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Every yard that Bama could have actually gained, Ole Miss stopped them for 10 in that game. Wow. That's crazy. That was an insane game. It was like 
That was a fun game, dude. Yeah, if you like high flying and scoring a lot. That That was was, uh, the John Wick of college football. That was probably my favorite game of of the whole (laughs) season. Yeah. Um, I'm curious to see what Mike Leach is going to do. I think they're ranked, what, 13th somehow? Let's see what they are in this Athlon right quick. Say 13th? I think that's... I mean, we're going by Athlon. I got my ladies. Okay. Okay. Okay, they're not 13th in Athlon. Oh, shit. I don't see them anywhere. We don't see them top 25 here. Where are we at, Mississippi State? They got to be in the top 25. Did I miss them in the top 10? What's going on? What are just start from the top? Well, I mean, Alabama. All right, Athlon. Alabama, Clemson, Oklahoma, Ohio State, five Georgia, six A and M, seven Iowa State. The big dog with the Big Twelve. They keep a conference. Eight Cincinnati, nine Oregon, ten North Carolina. Do you want me to go all the way or what? No, it's ten's good. I'm just trying to find state. Athlon ain't giving no respect. Mm-mm. Auburn's 29. I ain't seen State yet. Ole Miss, 27. Uh, Kentucky, 35. They supposed to be pretty good. Some got them projected second in the East. East. Mississippi uh, State's 49 in there. 49. Yeah. Wow. UAB, 67. I like that program. I do, too. Because that, hell, that could about make, what that coach did for that program, that could about make a movie. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Yeah. Shut the dang program down. The resurgence. Mm-hmm. Now they're about to have that new stadium. I want to go to that game, man. I, I do too. Just to say, I was at the very, I was at the inauguration playing, game of the stadium. They play in a Hugh Freeze Liberty, which is straight. Liberty, you remember them? Mm-hmm. That's straight. With Dark Horse Heisman candidate. Auburn transfer at quarterback Malik Willis. Where you at, Malzahn? There's another Malzahn thingy. You had had your your next Nick Marshall. Put Bo Nix in. And I like Bo Nix. But this dude over here, I've seen his highlights. He was balling Mm -hmm. at Liberty. I know that ain't Auburn, but like, he might have been balling at Auburn. If you treated him with a read option or something like you did Nick Marshall. Yeah, Nick Marshall was hell. And I think this dude's more accurate at his throwing. Yeah. I Nick, don't know if was, he, Nick Marshall's thing was like he was only good at short passes, right? He couldn't do a long ball. Yeah. He had a hell of an arm, man. I think he'd throw about 75 yards. <laughs> but uh, I don't know if uh, Malik Willis could do the read option as well. Like, Nick, Nick Marshall did like the best of the read option. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it like Jamarcus Russell of LSU, like like on his knees, could throw 75? Yeah, I think I've heard that before. Yeah. That was back in the Saban days of LSU. That, that's correct, yeah. yeah. Well, I think Les Miles inherited one season of him. Like yeah. His junior or senior year. I always thought that that was a mistake. Getting rid of him? Yeah. Oh, man, he's got some dirt on that program now. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but like... He did something. I think he did some dirty stuff. At a, he's a little sketchy guy now. It's coming out. The Mad Hatter. Yeah, he's nowhere now. Well, he's, he is where he should be, right? He's an analyst. 
Is he? I think he was on the SEC Network. Some I don't know if it was like a guest thing, but I've, <laughs> I've seen him on there. He was at Kansas last year. Oh well, shit. <laughs> I think they went out and got Buffalo's coach. Hmm. I think I stayed at Buffalo. Kansas is pretty horrible, but like, uh, it's the most uh, it, the top team to get out of the Big Twelve just for their basketball. If like out of the remaining eight, Kansas, yeah, it's cause of basketball. Oh, that would piss me off too because Alabama and Auburn, both of their basketball programs are coming up. Then uh, like we don't need that. <laughs> Like TCU, people talking about it should go to the Pac-12, but Pac-12s don't do like religious schools. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Or if ba- I think Baylor is like a religious school too. It is. It is. Mm-hmm. Their new commissioner's about stupid. Yeah, their BSU at Baylor. Uh, my favorite contemporary uh, Christian musician is uh david crowder he used to lead the worship uh there back in the early 2000s yeah that the david crowder band that's one of my favorite bands when i was in college uh like the drummer he was like incredibly good with technology he took a guitar hero guitar yeah and made it to where it would actually play like like the the sounds mm-hmm. of the guitar mm-hmm. yeah and so like when you it it was just do chords like That's if you hit the cool. green button it would be like a G chord if yellow button it'd be like a D chord you know whatever yeah do you make it where you like you ain't gotta have a television or whatever you just make the mm-hmm. noise of the game and he kept it to where like one of the buttons that you <laughs> press to... like the start or the select button yeah you know remember the sound it made when you messed up that yeah he made That's it, he, cool. he he built that sound in yeah I hope he made the little sound. Oh, and uh, they did the star power too thing too. Yeah, yeah. He well, made it to where you know when you throw it up, it still did the. I always remember going to somebody's house and watching them play, and then you hear it's like. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, yeah. So. Yeah, I think. Baylor. How good you get at Guitar Hero? I mean, get off subject, but like, did anybody ever beat that game? Because it was ninety to nothing at some point. Of. Uh, in. The friend group I ran with in high school, it probably Eric Adams was the best. Yeah, and I was probably second best. Like, uh, I could beat the whole campaign. The only song on like the original Guitar Hero that I couldn't beat was like "Through the Fire and Flames." Yeah, on expert mode. But but all the all the other songs I could beat on expert, <laughs> <coughs> which was wild to me, because like Sid. Like, uh, he played real guitar. Yeah. But I, I don't remember him being that good at Guitar <laughs> Hero, which was weird. Yeah. It's like that. <laughs> but, but uh, well, it's weird how it works. But Eric, Eric Adams was, like, probably the best at South Lamar at Guitar Hero at that time. Uh, Tyler Fields was good. Yeah. So he was... Anything to do with video. I mean, like, we'd go over his house after school, play like Halo and all that, and Tyler just whoop everybody's ass. Yeah, he's a gamer. Probably still gaming to this day. And I had his own Twitch up. I have no idea. I, ain't, I haven't <laughs> seen uh, or heard anything from Tyler in a long time. Yeah. I don't even know if he's still around here. Yeah. 
So you think it's going to be Clemson, Alabama again? Probably not. The dude's name for Clemson is DJ Ungalaley. He called it Ungalaley. I do that. Trolling him. <laughs> yeah. It'll probably stick. That'll probably be what I go with all season. I mean, it'll probably be, you know, you talk playoffs. I think Alabama. Dude, they're replacing Clemson, they're Ohio line, State. I like line. Oklahoma. I like that pick. Yeah. They're just starting to get a defense, dude. And I tell you what, like, like, who do you think in the East is going to be the best? I think it's going to be Florida. I don't think it's going to be Florida. You think Georgia? Florida lost to Kyle's, dude. Trask and Pitts. Pitts was a game changer at tight end. He was a freak. You don't think Mullins is going to whisper in another quarterback's ear? Yeah, I think he will, but I think, like, I think it's going to be like a building year. Okay. So you, so you say Georgia, Kentucky, Florida? Let me see. Well, who we got? Yeah, because that side kind of sucks. Yeah. Well, Mizzou may be decent. They got a pretty straight coach, I think. Eli Drinkwitz. It's like my age, too. This is media day wearing some J's. That's what's up. Custom made. <laughs> Georgia? Let me pick Georgia. I don't know why, man, but I guess it was a a Georgia fan. But I got him picked to be Saban's former assistant, be the first to beat him. I mean, he's been knocking on the door. Let's step through. I think it'll be Jimbo this year. Or are you just saying? Oh no, he, no, no, no! Uh, I, it might be Lane Kiffin this year. I'm gonna have to get some kind of defense. Some kind of defense. Is they're like worse than the country. Well, that's lame. <laughs> you ain't gonna beat Alabama with worse defense. I don't know how long Mike Leach will uh, hang at Mississippi State because I, I think that hey, Ole Miss will probably I beat the dog last out season, of him. dude. They're a whole nother style offense, slinging it like that in the SEC, no spring. I don't think the air rate will work in the SEC. I think it worked good enough for State. And I think he'd be charismatic enough they'll like him. But, I mean, how many years are you going to lose the egg bow before? Like, oh, can't, we can't do this. Cause, I, mean, I think he wins some every now and then. I mean, how long are they going to give him? It's going to be a hell of a game once he gets And that's rolling. another thing about, like, programs that I don't understand is, like, um, Unless the coach leaves to go to the NFL or leaves and gets a better opportunity, it's like I don't understand. Like some of these programs, it doesn't even seem like they give the coach enough time to like. See, I think Lane would be done jump ship. Yeah. Before Leach gets what you think's fired or something. Okay. Well, and that, I mean, he has that track record. Yeah. So I don't know. I was like, those, I mean, I work in Starville, so I mean, those folks in Starville, I mean, that egg bows. Scratch it. I got some Tennessee to win the East. Okay. Just playing. I don't think anybody in the world will agree with you on that one, but Yeah, they you gotta give them dudes like four years. Yeah, I didn't uh last coach they had. I don't believe they gave him enough time. Dude, they got in a bunch of trouble. Well, yeah, that too. <laughs> and Philip Former threw him under the bus and they they let him step down. What do you think? It's probably Philip Fulmer's fault that they're in the shape they're in right yeah, now. Yeah, I think so. I think so. But that dude's got – see, you know, it's 
uh, what's his name, Josh? Shit, Tennessee's new coach came from Central Florida, but Central Florida's athletic director went to Tennessee, then hired that guy from Central Florida. So he's got you know some wiggle room to work with. Then Arkansas State's athletic director went to Central Florida. And you remember where Malzahn used to coach, head coach before Auburn? Arkansas State. Mm. So, it's weird. You know what's weird, too? If we keep doing this, come behind. Uh, Malzahn, before Auburn, head coach Arkansas State. You know who came at, replaced him at Arkansas State when he went to Auburn? Who? Brian Harson. Huh. Now, Gus Malzahn gets fired from Auburn, and who did they get? Brian Harson. Yeah. It's a weird world we're living in, man. Yeah. It's a Rick and Morty college football edition. It's a big thing, like, uh, whatever they did at CERN in Sweden, this conspiratorial, but uh, when they, you know, colliding those atoms... Oh, you talking about God particle? Yeah, 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 and all that, all that stuff is like. I'm not saying that <coughs> we were thrown into like the multiverse and all that, but yeah. uh, I think they did change the frequency of the world. <laughs> yeah, I, I truly like. Ev- crazy, it seems dude. like ever since that happened, they done that shit in like 2015. I mean, yeah. It was right before, like, the Trump-Hillary election thing. And I was like, I remember, like, when all that was coming down and then, like, seeing those election results, it's like, I feel like I'm living in an alternative reality. It's like, <laughs> how, 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 how did this happen? <laughs> Dude, I got that movie, Man of the Year. You ever heard of it? Yeah, I've Robert heard of Williams it. Robin Williams movie, where he's, like, a comedian talk show host that runs for president as, like, kind of a joke. Yeah. It actually wins. Yeah. It's like Trump yeah. prediction. You know, I wanted it. I've been looking for it, like replays, like used DVD stores and stuff. Is that like a, is it a good movie? Yeah, it's a good movie. I mean, I kind of miss Robin Williams. I'd probably just like to see it, you know? Yeah. Hey, like when he uh, first gets in office and he addresses like the Supreme Court, you know how the Supreme Court is. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's got the people behind him and stuff, and he's up there in front. Mm-hmm. He's got, like, the old wig on, like he's George Washington. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I was looking for that. I couldn't find it. Then my middle brother bought a house, and this other dude. Are they married yet? No, that's 9-11. Okay. Uh, Dope day. Yeah. It's like, I got to have a Saturday in September, and they're pretty much all booked up. Then I looked at my calendar on my phone. I was like, what about 9-11? That was like the only open Saturday, I guess. Mm-hmm. If you don't get married, the terrorists win. There you go. But that dude left like 15 DVDs behind. Chappelle Show season one. What is wrong with you? But Man of the Year was one of them. I was like, dude, can I have this? Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah, I don't care. Should have took the Chappelle Show too. Like, you. Yeah, as a backup. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just in case the other one breaks no, down. A, every time I go over, I'm taking one back to my mom's or something when I stay there yeah they had Fight Club in there another dope movie I was watching uh, I guess this is a segue uh, from sports into movies anything so else smooth anything no. anything else to do with sports oh you, I mean like you hmm? I don't know 
Any Heisman predictions or anything like that? Hmm. I'm saying Spencer Rattler. That dude's making bank off autograph signings, too. It's so weird seeing him in that QB1 reality show on Netflix than being like a baller at Oklahoma. That's where I was talking about, you know, when we was, he was riding my car a while ago and I was talking about the transfer portal prints, Tate Martell. Yeah. He was in that show. This, they were, Ohio State heavily recruited. He was like the next Johnny Manziel, dude. Mm-hmm. Then uh, didn't work out at Ohio State. He transferred to Miami. Didn't work out there. Now he's transferring to UNLV. Yeah, yeah that's another thing. That, uh, I didn't... I, I still don't think I like... I think the transfer portal is awful. I mean, I, like, in a perfect world, yeah, it's great, but, like, it's going to be abused. It's too easy. Yeah. Then one dude called into the show I listened to, and it was like, uh, Notre Dame just entered, entered the transfer portal of the SEC. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I'm not for that. I don't... <laughs> Y'all can stay independent. You are. Yeah, I saw yeah. T Bone yesterday at the. You ain't welcome. The Walmarts. Oh yeah, our favorite. It's just Notre Dame fan. Yeah. Yeah. What's I he up to? Talk about Notre Dame. How great they are. Typical T Bone. He's like a mob. <laughs> college football mafia. Oh, well, kind of got. We a don't need a conference. I'm like, oh, I don't know, dude. I listen to a lot of crazy stuff. They've been talking about. Looks like you're going to have to be playing Coastal Carolina if you don't join. <laughs> and I, that's probably what he means by mafia. Yeah. Like you're going to be playing uh, Louisiana. Now, it's not, is it. Oh, yeah. Is it only in football that they're independent? Ain't they in the ACC when yeah, it comes to, like, in, basketball? Yes. All that other stuff here in the conference. Yeah. But, uh. I forgot, uh. Shout out to uh, the Olympian, uh, Auburn gymnast, right? Suni Lee or something like that, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, she's coming back, too. She made it that announcement real quick. I love the college experience. I'll be back. Awesome. Yeah. Props to her. What do you think about that Simone Biles chick? I have no comments on that. Well, i seen everybody's jumping on her. Then i seen Rogan is talking about she uh been suffering from like ADHD since she was a kid and... Uh, Japan laws wouldn't allow her to have her riddling or whatever. Whatever it is for the Adderall, I don't know. Yeah. And then, like, if couldn't keep her focus. And, like, yeah, if I'm ever going to need some focus, it's when I'm doing three flips with uh, seven twists up in there. Absolutely. Like, you then know. I also seen the other day, I didn't click on it, but, like, there was actually a clause in the where they allow the athletes. I don't know, dude. I just don't like jumping all over people via internet. That's right. Uh, and I like to see both sides of the coin. I do too, and I've been reading in the both sides. And um, to be perfectly honest, is like I'm just gonna ride the fence. You ever seen her highlights? Though she is a goat. Yeah, she's yeah, she's great. Yeah, I really don't give a damn about Olympics, but I don't know. And that's it. my <laughs> yeah, that, that's my thing is like of uh, last night I, I went out to Monson's to hang out for a little while. Yeah. And they had the uh, uh, Olympics on. And, like, if I wasn't talking to somebody, I would glance at the TV, and that was literally the most of it I watched. So it was like, I don't I don't watch the I don't yeah. care. Yeah. Like, and this is the only thing I'll say about that. 
that really pisses me off is if you go to the Olympics to represent your country and then you shit on it. Yeah, I don't like that. That's weird. Yeah, that. Mm-mm. That that makes me not want to watch it more. Like I actually cheered for Sweden when they beat our girls' soccer team. I mean, they was taking knees too. So, yeah. Or if they did it for their anthem. Probably done it for America. Soccer field full of knees. Yeah, so... I don't know. Olympics is... uh, You know, if there's somebody from Alabama... I can watch it, too. I got the Peacock Network. Right. If there's somebody from Alabama, like the Auburn gymnast... The Auburn swimmer, woman swimmer, won something the other day. Right, so, I mean, I can can get behind that just because, you know, Roadtide War Eagle, but... Other than that, I don't care. If I did watch anything, it'd probably be skateboarding. That's crazy that that's Olympic sport now. I remember yeah. when it was, you know, it skateboarding used, yesterday. used to be just like X Games, right? <laughs> Extreme sports. Yeah. You know what I tried to do yesterday on skateboarding? I love Tony Hawk. That's one of my yeah, favorite. Yeah, he's got such a weird body to be so good at skateboarding. You know, yeah. you don't think a lanky dude would be The though. bird man. Yeah. You know, I think a, you know, short center of the ground. Yeah. I do too. Be more because, stable. And that's what I like. Um, I was over at a buddy's house uh, last week and uh, their kid just got a hoverboard and he's like, Alan, you want to give it a shot? You know, the little kid is like four foot. Yeah. And he rides it and he's like, if that kid can do it, you can do it. And I was like, no, like, this is what I'm going to say about anything that requires balance. <laughs> Low center of gravity? Yeah, no shit your kid can just hop up on it. He's short, like he's almost as wide as he is tall at this point, you know. It's like his center of gravity is great. I'm six one, six two. Right when I put one foot on that thing and try to get the other one, yeah. the first thing that's gonna hit the ground is the back of my head. <laughs> yeah. Me and my my middle brother's got like a hundred dollar skateboard. He got a skate shop when he went to Auburn. I made a, I never do New Year resolution. Oh, yeah, Year you did that. <laughs> I was like and I did it. And it it was the equivalent of Creed, like wanting to do a yeah. cartwheel. Yeah. And in the office. Yeah. You know, and he did a shitty Aaron cartwheel, and he's like, I'm done for the year. Aaron and, beat him to it. Yeah. I did it. <laughs> and so, yeah. <laughs> and so uh, I made a go this year. It's like, I want to attempt skateboarding. And a buddy of mine had a skateboard, and we put that thing on carpet, and I stood up on it. Carpet? Yeah. Oh. And you I stood I, up on I it. I stood up on it. And I was like, kick flip. Here we go. No. <laughs> I just like, okay, yep. This is good enough for me. Yeah. I did it. It's yeah. kind of like the Creed thing, right? Me and my brother. Well, I was. Because, like, I, all teenage years, dude, is like, I tried. And every yeah. time I would try to get up on a skateboard, just Bro. immediately bust. I had a skateboard like my whole life. Really? Yeah, but I always just go down hills sitting on it. <laughs> then I brave up, then stand up. I remember one time, uh, my stepdad's parents always had uh, a house in the mountains. I went down this big steep hill one time. I was going to make it. And is, uh, it was in a country club. Yeah. And uh, there was a golf cart track at the bottom. So there was some gravel rocks. Oh, uh, and I, it had It's like, do I bail or just see if these skateboard wheels can handle these gravel rocks? I bailed. It was too much momentum. Yeah, you probably, Slid, yeah, you probably knees, would have been eating. Palm of hands. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I was just trying to attempt yesterday, you know, in the movies where it's like a couple skateboarders and one skateboarder's like, all right, guys, I'll catch y'all later. And he like 
runs and jumps on a skateboard mm-hmm. and looks so smooth. Yeah. That's all I want to do, man. It's like, catch you later. It would be dope. I've always wanted to do that, too. You know, I grew up playing, it's, like, Tony Hawk and all yeah. that stuff. And it's like, well, at least I do it on a game, I guess. Yeah. It's, like, it's not going to happen in real life. I did it a couple times. Yeah, it never really was that big of a thing. It was like, uh, I think I remember Cameron Moore and, uh, what, didn't Quentin Bridges, he could skate? Yeah. Yeah, you could do. I saw him yesterday, too. I'd love to run into him, dude. <laughs> I miss that guy. He drives a uh, old white Ford. You know what I'm talking about? Like just a Ford truck? No, it's a like a Blazer or something. That's a Chevy. Oh, it is a Chevy. The Blazer is. Oh, it's, yeah, I guess the old white Chevy Blazer. You know where his mom lives, don't you? No, we ain't got Dachshund, though. Yeah, he lives by the medical center, the pharmacy or whatever. Oh, okay. Yes, I do know. Yeah. Yeah, Across okay. from the concrete place. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, damn, I forgot what we was talking about before that. Skating. Oh, yeah. If, mine was more like BMX riding if I did anything. Oh, I would in that. So I was like, I was way more into like BMX shit and skateboarding. My game is I love ping pong <laughs> and uh, or table tennis. Yeah. Um, you got Forrest Gump good where you stand back like seven feet from the table. I don't know. I wouldn't say that. Those dudes. Are I robots. always wanted to uh, compete in like. I, I guess they do it in Birmingham. It's like to figure out who's the best in Alabama. And yeah. then, you know, you go to a national level. Uh, there was a guy. Now, granted, he's older. He's He was in his late 40s, early 50s when I beat his ass. <laughs> and But, like, his, we used to go to church together. And, um, you know, he always, because he knew I played ping pong, he'd come over to the house sometime and I'll give you, I'll, I'll whoop your ass. I was like, okay, okay. I went over there and I whooped his ass. And he was like. I used to be ranked number two in the state of Alabama back in the early 90s. And I was like, maybe I should go try out. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I've always wanted to try that. And I was like, if I could ever get to like the national level and I was like, the opportunity came that I could represent United States in ping pong. Because that's literally, a, I have dumb goals. Yeah. I want to beat as many nationalities in the in the world in ping pong as possible. And I've got about over a dozen under my belt. Here's the thing, how many people that live and die that never got the opportunity to know what they was really awesome at and didn't have a clue? Deep down, they had some skill. They didn't know they was the one, the Jordan of. The goat, yeah, the goat yeah. was just something some, some odd, you know. Like, I didn't know I was go- really going to be the goat of Bob skiing. <laughs> I was really good at uh, uh, table hockey. <laughs> Like if you get to heaven or afterlife, yeah. and they like God, God shows yeah. you is like this is what I meant for you. Yeah, <laughs> man, did I screw up? <laughs> yeah. Herschel Walker did bobsledding. We're talking like Jamaican bobsled stuff. Yeah, I wish I had that movie. John cool Candy. Runnings. Jamaica's got a bobsled team, dude. That movie is a true story. I have no idea. I'm sure there's some truth in it. Maybe a grain. Yeah. But I guess I'm going to movies or something. Now. Perfect. Forgot what it was. We Man, I was uh, I, okay, and you caught this too, and it was incredibly depressing. I felt like I got robbed. So I started watching 
Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> and um, we get to the best part of the movie. And you know what? I don't care. I'm going to spoil it if you ain't seen it. You've had well over a year. You know, it's the part where, like, everything's... Everything you've been waiting on. And this, like, Sid, I was... I went down and uh, stayed with Sid down in Foley for the 4th of July. Yeah. And I was hanging... And uh, him and his neighbor, uh, they have a podcast. Uh, if if you're in the MMA, they call it the Corner Man with a K. And that's pretty good. They had the uh, the voice of the UFC come on their show. Yeah, Because awesome. his neighbor... Uh, is from Boston. And so he reached out to the guy on Twitter. He's like, from one Bostonian to another, we're both in the UFC. Uh, will you come on the podcast? And he did. It's a cool episode, man. They did a good job interviewing him. Sid, Sid asked some great questions. <laughs> so, But anyway, we were all hanging out at Sid's. We were going to the OA on July 4th to go watch fireworks. You know, we're just waiting for the sun to go down. And uh, his neighbor, uh, Jerry, I mean, Got great taste in movies, and uh, we got talking about Tarantino films. And uh, you know, I was praising uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and it was like it's probably my least favorite Tarantino film. I bet he don't like. I bet he hates Hateful Eight worse more than that. He doesn't. Dang. And I was like, was it was it because of the pace? I was like, it was too slow. And he was like, yeah, you you waited two and a half hours for like five really good minutes. Oh, I bet he's only seen it one time, too. I was like, yeah, and that was my thing. I was like, watch it again. I was it like, you can't better. tell me the scene where Brad Pitt, like, whoops Bruce Lee's ass. I ain't just great. Yeah. You know, or when he calls, uh, when... <laughs> when Leonardo... <laughs> calls that girl lines. Pumpkin Piss. Yeah. Or pumpkin Puss. Pumpkin Puss. And then when he loses his shit, the trailer. Yeah, the trailer. Oh, I was like... There, there are so many, like, just great scenes. Or when uh, Brad Pitt's character, he goes back out to the car. And the guy had stabbed a knife. And, you do this, dude. When he, Brad Pitt just leaves Leo's house and just show him driving, mm-hmm. that's that's just a good shot. And how they shut down that Hollywood Boulevard and remade it like this late sixties. Yeah. Then the actual people wanted to keep it like that. Mm-hmm. Is it? I don't know if it's my favorite Tarantino, but I think it is. Yeah, mine's still Django. Django, it's either Once Upon a Time in Hollywood or Django. Django is really Dude, good. What are you doing, Broomheld in the hot box? What's she <laughs> <you> doing there? <laughs> <laughs> Go get it out the hot box. She been in the hot box how long? All day. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson's character in that movie cracks me up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody cracks me up, man. Mm-hmm. But uh, awesome soundtrack. Again. Oh, yeah. Tarantino's- Name a Tarantino film that doesn't have a good soundtrack, though. Oh, and it's all like, this song existed for real? Mm-hmm. It's baller. And Tarantino, watching Django in theaters the first time, and it's got like Rick Ross? <laughs> I watched Django Unchained in Columbus Theater. I might have, too, because I've seen it like two or three times. And... Can I just say I'm so glad I watched it in Columbus with that crowd because yeah. you know they you know how Columbus theater crowd is yeah oh boy it was, it was my like, funnest time I ever had was, it was a Columbus. party Hallows, yeah. Halloween Resurrection starring Buster Rhymes oh I bet that was dope oh there's weeds up in there son oh yeah <laughs> it was packed too and it was like 15 of us yeah uh, and 
I also caught the worst film of all time in Columbus by name Bug, and you recently purchased. Yeah, I have it. I bought it. I caught replays one day. It's like, hey, do y'all have this movie called Bug? What? Bug. B-U-G. I guess the dude fate looked it up. No. That went like two weeks later. Like, Bug's right here. <laughs> I knew it had to be. Somebody had to like, I got to get rid of this. And somebody had it. Then a thousand people went in there. It's like, yeah, I don't want that. I c- I can't imagine imagine buying that, like thinking it was a good idea. Like I think, like I appreciate the reason that you done it. <laughs> Have you watched it since you bought it? No, I got way more stuff. I got stuff I ain't even open for a watch. That dude, that's kind of how I'm with records. I got some records I haven't even had time yeah. to sit down with yet. Oh, but you know, just back to the Tarantino with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's like, you know, you get to the part to where they are literally walking up the hill, about to. Yeah, you watch this movie the first time, you know about Charles Manson, they're going to kill Sharon Tate. Mm-hmm. And they go to the other house. That's how Tarantino does it. Mm-hmm. They go to the wrong house. They go to Brad Pitt's house, whatever his character's name was. No, that's Leo's character's. Uh, oh, yeah, you go to his house, but Leo's chilling in the pool, going over his lines. Mm-hmm. Wife's in bed asleep. Yeah, Brad's tripping balls with his dog. And that's the way I started the episode, remember? And yeah. the way we go. go. It's like I bought an acid cigarette for fifty cents. <laughs> if if you want it, that's fine, but just don't uh, leave me some. <laughs> I don't need no acid trips. <laughs> God damn hippies! <laughs> oh man, that that's a, I like out the gate. And that's a, that's another thing about that film is like everything was just so perfectly done. Like when the, when they first introduced the hippies, you know, they're just walking down the streets, digging through dumpsters and singing their Yes. Charles Manson song, right? Yes. It was like, I rewatched like I got like three Manson movies. And I watched documentaries and that's all them digging in dumpsters. Mm-hmm. And that's the way Tarantino starts it off. Mm-hmm. Spawn Ranch. That and, shit was real. And, that, and that's what I'm saying. Is like, and that's what I told Sid. It's like, how many times have you watched it? He's like, just once. And I was like, it gets better the more you like, watch it. Do it again. I was like, I probably I've seen that movie over a dozen times now, and I just finished watching it. Yeah, I could watch it again. It's, it's I love that movie. Man. But you would say you get into your the best part. Yeah, you get to the best part. You like you're going to Sharon Tate's house. Yeah, and it, make it look witchy. Yeah. And the movie glitches. It glitches. And it goes right to the park. And it door. starts where the girl's falling in the pool yeah. with Leo. And then foreshadowing. Yeah, I still got that flamethrower. Man, that's how that's how awesome Tarantino is. We're planting that seed mm-hmm. and making you forget. Mm-hmm. Then he comes back out of this pool shed. And you're like, oh, shit. Uh-huh. Oh, you remember? We had that reaction in the theaters. Me and I went solid. It's like, oh, shit. And you that- better get him with the flamethrower. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That's the best part. Like when we want. Did you the, listen to the uh, Tarantino Joe Rogan? Yeah, Hell yeah, listen to that it. shit. Was dope. Even... Asked about the foot fetish. Yeah, yeah. I think he just. I don't think he has a foot fetish. I, don't I think either. he just does that shit on purpose. I do too. That dude. I don't even think he, he didn't even go to film school. It's just a film expert. Do you think like his last film will be? Another, another Kill Bill, or will he do another Western? Oh, you listen to it now. I don't know. <coughs> a kill. Because, like, Jared, he's a huge Tarantino fan. Uh, Sid's friend? Yeah. He's like, I... Do you be- say which one's his favorite? 
He liked the second. Uh, his favorite uh, was Kill Bill. Like either one, that was his favorite yeah. Tarantino's. But, but he, you can't but, be mad. But he was like, he was like you. He's like, I mean, when you go to rank them, like Django's always going to be up toward the top. Yeah. Uh, the Kill Bills and the, I, those were my least favorites until I started watching them, and then they but like they're still slow, awesome. And then they slowly started climbing that ladder. You know. Yeah. I still love Reservoir Dog. You know. And then we got the Sid had never seen um, the Kurt Russell film. Was it Death Proof? With a car? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's special for me and Webb. That was quite a theater experience too, because it had it and Planet Terror, Terror, old Grindhouse style. That yeah, him and Robert Robert Rodriguez made Planet Terror. You know, double feature. Oh, in the cool. Columbus Theater. It's similar to what they done when y'all went to Birmingham to catch. Uh, he did that. See the catch, uh, Rob Hates Zombie. Wait. Yeah. Oh yeah, we went. Watch. Yeah, we did that. Rob Zombie, the Devil Three Kicks, and uh, Three from Hell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it when. Um, yeah, but this happens. De- Death Proof and Planet Terror had like fake trailers in between it. So it's kind of like what Tropic Thunder, like when yeah. it cranks up, it's got the fake trailers. Yeah. You know, the first time I watched that movie was in that living room, <laughs> and it was like Scott Gruber, Sid, I think Jayla White, and um, my brother. And um, you know they're they're like two years older than me. Yeah. And they had all already seen the film, and you know it kicks up and it booty sweat, <laughs> and then the forties. What was Jack Black's? The forties. Oh. And then like Robert Downey was like uh, the Devil's Alley, like him and Elijah Wood were like gay priest, <laughs> or Satan's Alley or something like that. Yeah. And then um, Ben Stiller was, uh, who left the fridge open? Yeah. Scorcher. Yeah. <laughs> I have it. And I, right when I, right when those fake trailers come on, like I looked at all of them and they're just you know having a great time because they understand you exactly what's going on. You pointed out a part I didn't really catch that the end where Matthew McConaughey comes back with a oh and he just pew, yeah shoots off like a rocket like where the hell did it go? <laughs> yeah, but. The first time I watched the movie, it's like, they're laughing and having a good time, and I'm not. And then, like, I didn't like the film, and then, like, I watched it again later, because at the time, Scott was living with us, and, you know, I put the movie back on. Second time, I got it. Yeah. But the first time, I was like, I don't I don't get this. I don't know. But like I said, I was young at the time. I was, like, 15. But, or however old I probably would have been about to say. I don't remember when the film came out. I was young. Film came out around Dark Knight because it was the the movie that took Dark Knight out of the top. Dark Knight went like number one for like two and a half months. That would have been two thousand six, and I think it was more like two thousand nine ish, ten ish. Oh shit, dude! I was a Nine, senior eight. in high school. Yeah, shit, I was a little bit older than I thought. That's maybe why you didn't like it. You young man, mm-hmm. parties. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch a movie. Yeah. Probably had a lot to do with it. <laughs> and Tropic Thunder to this day is one of my favorite films. Yeah. Your top uh, comedy. Prob- definitely They're probably like a my true comedy. Yeah. Of uh, and I tell you a, a film like comedy wise that a lot of people never really watched, but it had Will Ferrell and Danny McBride, Land of the Lost. Yeah, I have it. That's un- I I have it too. It's underrated. Yeah, it's underrated. It flew way under people's radar, but that is a great film. Speaking of Will Ferrell. You know what I watched on Tubi? Mm-mm. It was Will Ferrell and Kristen Wiig made a Lifetime movie. 
called Deadly Adoption. I actually saw an interview, like, you know how YouTube would, like, recommend videos? Yeah. And it was, like, an interview with Will Ferrell, and he was like, yeah, we wanted to make a Lifetime movie. They did. They tried to keep it secret. It leaked out, though. It was a straight-up Lifetime movie. And just them being it, I watched it. Yeah. Was it good? I ain't saying it's, it's a lifetime, it's a lifetime I mean, movie. Like, that was Will Ferrell and Kristen Wiig acting like serious, but like these are funny people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what are you? You a Ben Stiller fan? Yeah, I am too. Ben Stiller. Did, he directed. I you know, basically uh, purchased uh, Cable Guy. I think I don't remember. I heard he's a dick in real life, though. I heard that too. I don't care though. I think he's funny. I ain't going to hang out with him. Um, spend the night tonight, baby. I think it was. It might have been Sid again, but like one of my friends. It, hell, it might have been Andrew because I had it on because it's one of my ben, favorite Ben Stiller films. It's yeah. got Owen Wilson in it too. The Royal Tenenbaums. Yeah, you like uh, Wes Anderson's? Mm-hmm. I like some of them. Some I need to rewatch Royal Tenenbaums because I didn't get it at the time. But now I'm I, li- I like movie. I like movies with chapters like that. Yeah, I. Uh, Moonrise Kingdom. Oh, I ain't seen that. It's got Bill Murray. Yeah, it's I th- more I like, like it. a little boy and little girl. He's in Cub Scouts and he runs away and stuff. I like Fantastic Mr. Fox. I haven't seen that either. Oh, I have a couple. Of Wes what, Anderson. What is your favorite like comedy? My favorite comedy. I like The Jerk, starring Steve Martin. It's like a 1978 movie or something. It wouldn't fly today. I was about to say, yeah, we watched that film together. It comes on, he's raised as a poor black child in the banks of Mississippi. Yeah. And it's Steve Martin. Yeah. It really was, though. Raised by a black family. He's the, he's the, it's like the original Dumb and Dumber. Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude. Like, I was, the first time I watched that film, it was with you. And, uh, dude, I thought, somebody's, somebody's out to kill him. Yeah, it's his part. Where he gets, he goes out. He, at the gas station. That's what, one yeah, of my favorite he, scenes. He comes on, he wants to leave his, he don't want to leave his family, but he wants to make it on his own. So he hitchhikes. And yeah. there, his family's at the table and he's like, I wonder how Melvin's doing. And his little sister's like, hey Melvin, how you doing? It's like I'm all right. Like, like, hey, like, out of the like, driveway. Yeah, yeah. I'm all right. I think I see a truck coming. But, you know, he goes on off and he gets a job at a gas station. Then a mail truck comes or something and he gets the phone book. The new phone book's here. The new phone book's here. The new phone book's here. And his boss is like, golly, I wish I could get excited about something so stupid, like a new phone book. He's like, stupid. Page 197, Melvin Johnson. I'm somebody now. (laughs) I'm in the book. Then it goes to the next scene, which is a guy who hates the world. And he just flips. Page 197. Yeah, Melvin Johnson. Then he tries to assassinate him. Yeah. Then uh, he's at the gas station. He's the, the sh- assassin's up at the top of the hill in the bushes. And he starts sh- trying to shoot him, but he's hitting a rack of oil cans. Yeah. And he's like, these oil cans are defecting. <laughs> now the boss like sees the dude he's like you're about to defect if you don't get away from him <laughs> I think like my favorite part was you know he's at the automobile shop and he accidentally invents what was it the buy like a better way yeah, to wear sunglasses uh, uh, glasses 
where your the arms of the glasses don't bend because you take them off and on with those. It's the little thing. It's a little yeah. handy thing. In but the it middle. ended up causing people to be cross-eyed. Yeah, I mean that that whole it was golden, really. <laughs> Speaking of Diamond Dumber, did you see the guys? I'm not familiar with the TV show. Uh, it was something on the Speed Channel, but uh, they, they don't have the show anymore. They do something different, but they actually uh, did the uh, the Harry uh, on the moped. What something mutts on the side? Yeah, no, but that, cutting no. mutts. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about oh. recreating that. They did do that, but they also recreated the moped from Nebraska to Aspen. Oh. They said they had to change tires three times. <laughs> oh, they did the dang road trip yeah. on a moped. Yeah. Two yeah. of them. Yeah. Just like <laughs> ju- just like the movie. Yeah. Just like the movie. I used to hate the ending. The Hawaiian Tropic team. Oh, yeah. But now I'm like, yeah, yeah I had to go like that. You fool. Do you see what you've done? It's back that way. You know, two lucky guys are going to have the time of their life. <laughs> it could have been you. <laughs> yeah. That was the only good one. Yeah, my coworker's been telling me, he's like, you need to give Dumb and Dumber 2 a chance. And I was like, I'm not going to. It's he's not, like, It's like fart jokes. Yeah, I'm not doing that. It is not good. I like, you know, I think Craig Daniels is funny. But I also like him. Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels. I also like him being serious. But he is a great actor, dude. Yeah. Yeah. One of my other favorite comedies is by the same directors of uh, Dumb and Dumber, Farley Brothers, uh-huh. uh, Kingpin. It's like yeah. the jerk and kingpin. Woody Harrelson. Yeah, yeah, it's a great film. Uh, I watched. Uh, I've been on an Adam Sandler kick for like two weeks. Yeah, like I've even gotten to where I can halfway bear grown ups too. But um, <laughs> I went back the other day. Uh, I like Jack Nicholson a lot, and watched Anger Management. Yeah, and I forgot all about Woody Harrelson being the cross dresser. Me too. Now you brought it up. And then, like, you know, at the end, like, when he's going to Yankee Stadium and, like, he's working security. And he's like, Galaxia? He's like, shh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop true love. That's a crazy cross-dresser. Rudy Harrelson, the tough guy. Yeah. We just watched Out of the Furnace where he's super villain. Yeah. Mean. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I've been... I've been watching a lot of comedies. I've been watching a lot of uh, Chris Farley. A film I want to I, I want to get a copy of is it's one of my favorite Farley. I love Black Sheep and Tommy Boy, but I really love Almost Heroes. Yeah, and my, I think my favorite scene in that movie is like the eagle egg thing. Yeah, it's been a while since I've seen that Matthew Perry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, he goes up the tree. I thought you was gonna see Beverly Hills Ninja. That's probably his worst. Yeah. That's it. okay. I mean, there's not much of a filmography there. Mm-mm. I mean, he had cameos. Oh, yeah. Uh, the bus driver? Yeah. On uh, Billy Madison? Yeah, I think he was in Wayne's World, too. Not two, but he was in Wayne's World as like a security guard at one time. Yeah. At a concert. I wasn't the biggest fan of like Mike Myers. I liked... Uh... Wayne's World's great, dude. I need to watch it again. It's like one of the first movies where they broke the fourth wall. Uh, I did. I did. I didn't mind Austin Powers though. I thought they. Were, I thought they Powers were great. Yeah, Austin Powers. Thought they going to bring it back. Yeah. Well, now they can with Jeff Bezos. Cool. Neither here or there. That guy went to the. That guy went to space in a dick. That's what I'm saying. It's like Doctor Evil. 
<laughs> Did you see that interview actor with the cowboy hat on? Yeah, what a... <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> to the moon! Yeah. To space uh, for 10 minutes. I, I've been wanting to call uh, my flat earth guy and be like, what do you think now that they're going to space and you're seeing that the world ain't flat, homie? What you got to... They probably, uh, they're not going. That's all <laughs> staged. Call my flat earth guy. <laughs> I've been wanting to it's get a cool sentence to say. I just wanted to call my flat earth guy. Yeah. I don't know. I got quiet place too. Bought it on the way. I heard it's back. not good. It's got that certified on it. That don't mean shit. Usually it's pretty accurate. <coughs> I mean, it seems like they got sold out on some of them. But. I don't really... Uh, like his taste of music, music uh, movies is a little different than mine. Right, tomatoes? Uh, no, um, my coworker he watches a lot of movies, but he, is it the he, same one that recommended Dumb and Dumber Two. Yes, and so, he said Quiet Place Two wasn't all that good. Yeah, so yeah, probably. My youngest brother went and saw it in the drive-in. He said it's straight. I don't, I don't Quiet Place One. It's awesome, and it picks up right after it. Yeah, I think his thing was he's like they didn't explain what happened. Maybe they do that in the third one. Maybe. They already talking about our third one? I don't know. So, maybe. I trust and, John Krasinski. You know, and that was always my problem with, like, I, and, uh, you know, back when The Walking Dead was this big, huge deal and everybody was watching it, it was just like a cultural phenomenon. And I tried to get into it, and I just couldn't. You didn't like it, the first season? I don't like apocalyptic things like that when it's not explained well, i'm tired of that shit but it was kind of cool zombie had a little phase there for a while and he just played the hell out of it yeah mm-hmm. it's the most underrated zombie movies 28 weeks later it's got one of the most badass openings ever i think we got 28 days later recorded in there. I, I like 28 weeks later ain't that the second one yeah yeah what is it i didn't have a. Oh, it was a farce, but uh, who is he played in Mission Impossible? He did uh, uh, it was him and the same fat guy, uh, UK comedian Richard Jervis. Uh, but they had a zombie movie. Oh, you talking about um, they had Shaun a, of the Dead, Shaun of the Dead, and you know, I it was okay, that was that was fun. Yeah, I don't know that little fat guy. I know uh, the other guy you talking about, uh, Simon Pegg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, which I think it was like that movie's great. a farce of Dawn of the Dead, but but yeah, that was zombies really got played out earlier there. Yeah, they do shit like that. Once they find a money thing, they just ride the hell out of it. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Well, dude, anything else to do? Uh, you got any recommendations for like anything you've seen recently? Well, I haven't really watched anything new. Of I got two. I've just been going back and watching old films, and I, I guess I've pretty much done that. But yeah, go ahead with your two. Yeah, two. Um, if you have Peacock streaming service, uh, they have the actual documentary series. Then they have like a, a show about it. Doctor Death. It was a podcast. A dude in like Texas. Mm-hmm. He did like thirty-eight surgeries, and this dude was a serial killer. Pretty much. It was just simple spine procedure. He was a neurosurgeon where he worked on your spine and neck or whatever. Kill the shit out of you. 
or make you paralyzed or whatever. It, it was like a serial killer with a small audience of nurses. Like a procedure. It's, it's a simple procedure, about 45 minutes, four hours. And the nurse is like, hey, uh, been almost four hours. Hmm. Yeah, I watched the first episode. I watched, like, my parents were watching it this morning. They're like, I live with my parents. I just go, when I go up there, I stay. Mm-hmm. That's, that's where I get my, I reset my batteries. It's the best sleeping. But I caught the last two episodes of the actual doc series. Then I saw, I went to the, the television series, watched the first episode of it. It's pretty good. It's crazy, a piece of shit like that. Mm. I was allowed to do surgeries in a hospital. I think it was in Dallas. And second recommendation, if you have HBO Max, it's like one of the best streaming services there is. Or how long they'd, uh, they're going to keep showing theater movies. Now we got Delta Variant. Yeah. But they have this music series on there. <coughs> a music series on there called Music Box. Their first episode is about Woodstock 99. That shit was a disaster. And I can say literally shit. You remember uh, 69 Woodstock, the mud people? Mm-hmm. Sliding in the mud. Woo! These are shit people. Yeah, the Pottery Johns shit got backed up. And they think they're going to be 69 Woodstock. That ain't mud, bro. Oh, no. That shit and piss. But, uh, Ugh, what yeah. a disaster. I see why you mean literal shit. Yeah, oh, it's way more stuff like that that's Limp uh, Biscuit. It is my error. It's my generation. It's yeah. what's crazy for me to watch. You see John Durst is back? Oh Fred Durst. Fred Durst, yeah. Fred. I thought that shit was fake. Is he cosplaying uh an old golfer? Yeah. I don't know. I was thinking somebody I seen it was like uh, the Beastie Boys music video. <laughs> and I was like, he looks like them. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, they played there. And it was like uh Limp Biscuit, corn fucking snapped. That shit looked crunk. Mm. That was the only probably shining part of it. Corn. Yeah. Metallica was probably great, but the part they showed that was like the people you know you follow and stuff. Mm-hmm. It was kind of tragic in that part of the Metallica stuff. Corn. Uh, it was three female artists in three different days. They was talking shit about that. And my shitty generation was the girls going wild generation, which I look back on now. I was like, that was pretty fucked up. They just took advantage of like 19-year-old drunk girls. <laughs> but they was talking about, a, you know, a girl go up to crowd surf, get groped like a mug. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I recommend that. Next time you're over, you probably watch that. It'll probably that be later. great. I don't know whether it's supposed to be a music series called fucking Music Box. Then I look down like the description and it's got Andre the Giant. I don't remember Andre playing any pop songs or any hmm. folk songs or anything. But uh, Might be just doing like pop culture. Yeah. After I got done watching that, I looked up the, the failed 2019 Woodstock lineup. I was going to try to go to that. Yeah, I remember. I was like, huh, maybe. You was talking about taking a like a single engine plane? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I got a look, friend who has a plane. Have you looked at that lineup recently? Yeah. Dude, it was pretty legit. It was legit. They had, uh, this was back when I was a fan of Greta Van Fleet. They had, you know, Greta Van Fleet, and then they also yeah. uh, booked. Uh, I still like Greta, man. I'm being Dollar General here today. 
it's so weird hearing shit like that. And yeah, I, I don't know. It's no hate, man. Uh, they're successful and they have a sound. It's just uh, I didn't hear like you heard one of their songs. You've heard them all. I kind of like one of the latest album songs. I forgot which one. I yeah. mean. It's good for every now and then. Oh, yeah, these guys. Yeah. That new song. Mm-hmm. But you check out that lineup. It's pretty, like, they've maybe some on there, if you ain't looked at it recently, like, oh, shit, they were there, too. Mm-hmm. I know them now. Yeah, I was, I'm telling you, I was excited. I was, I was with it. Oh, this ain't no recommendation, but, like, Troll takes me one day, let's go see CC Top at Tuscaloosa. Day later, old dude dies, bassist. Mm-hmm. It's like never mind. I think they got canceled. I wouldn't go go anyway. So I, I, I've seen ZZ Top. I've, I've seen ZZ Top live. They straight? Hell yeah! I mean, I, Showman. I, but, I mean, they've been doing this shit for fifty years. But. I wasn't gonna tell you, use a vacation day to go see ZZ Top. Then I looked at the. I looked up the lineup for the Tuscaloosa Amphitheater, and I seen like September second or something. The Revivalist. It's like if I'm gonna use a vacation day for any Tuscaloosa Amphitheater concert, it's gonna be that one. I've seen them a lot. They're good. Yeah. I'm a huge... I really like the Revivalists. I think they're yeah, great. That's what I'm like. I'm not using the vacation day for CZ Top. No, that's just not my thing. I like them. I go see them if it's, you know... Hey, that's so, by Sunday and I'm off. Band of Horses are coming to uh, Birmingham. They're going to play at Avondale in September. And like, well, my September is just booked. So I don't, We can never get back to real regular life in that protective stadium that UAB is going to play in ain't no telling how many concerts will be there oh I'm telling you anyway let's get out of here alright mid-high football rules 